What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast, and or welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing super amazing. Having a good day thus far. Um, very, very good weather here in Northern Virginia. Um, it's about 4.30 right now in the afternoon. It's fucking sunny outside, probably about 70 degrees. It's just, it's awesome. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Not excited for the cold weather, like 20 degree, 30 degree weather, but I'll take this while I can get it. So, um, yeah, everything's going good. Um, just found out today that the resort that I'm staying at to go on this vacation in Mexico, we can't go in the beach, like in, in the actual ocean. And it's like, I did not know that was even a real thing. I had, I'm very, I'm very untraveled. I'm very prude to traveling. So I did not know that was even a real thing. So figured that out today. That was interesting. Um, so just got to find other ways to go about it. There's a million things to do in this resort, so I'm sure I'll be fine. But uh, yeah, that was, that was my first kind of interesting, uh, interesting come up there. So uh very unseasoned like me in traveling maybe uh look that up uh, beforehand so yeah that was interesting but uh but yeah so today's topic is going to be talking about how to stop overeating at night and this is a common question i get 10 20 30 40 100 times a week honestly is people you know they're they quote unquote are good throughout the day and then they blow it at night because they're always hungry they just snack too much xyz here's what i'm going to say People always go to things like, you know, oh, I'm going to drink tons of water, so I'll curb my hunger, or I'm going to replace my favorite foods I want to eat with, you know, healthy foods, or, you know, I'm going to fight off the urges, I'm going to go for a run, and like, to an extent, maybe, but like, it's normally not what's going on at nighttime, it's normally what's going on the rest of the day, right? There's something called picking the chain, and we're going to talk about that here today, but there's normally events that happen throughout the day that lead up to you overeating at night. It's normally not the, it's not the nighttime. It's not that the fact that you're hungry at nine o'clock at night, but it's why are you hungry at eight o'clock at night? And why do you choose the foods you do? Why do you make the, de- make the decisions that you make? There's normally events that lead up to that. There, there's a chain of events that lead up to that. And if you can somehow... If you can work through and kind of find that that chain of events and kind of see what happens, then you can start to look at things from more of like a more of a bird's eye view and kind of get a better a, a better picture about what's going on. It's like it's like for example, this is kind of off topic, but this is like for example, if you if you hurt your knee, your knee is normally not the thing that's causing the issue. It's normally your ankles or your hips because and this is again, it's going off topic, but it's, it can actually probably be helpful for some of you. If your knee hurts, it's because it's coming from your ankle or your hips. The, the, your body works in a continuum of stability and mobility. So, for example, your hips or your your ankles are a mobile joint. Your knees are a stable joint. Your hips are a mobile joint. Your lower back is a stable joint. Like it goes in a stability and mobility. So, for example, if you do not have adequate mobility in your hips then your knee is going to have to make up the work that your hips can't do because your hips do not have the mobility. So you're then asking a stable joint, which is your knee joint, you're asking a stable joint to then do the work of a, of a mobile joint. You're going to have problems and you're going to get injured because your knee is not meant to do that. But you're, you're going to push through anyway. Your body's going to find a way to get it done and that's how it compensates and that's how you get injured because it comes from the hip, not from the knee. So don't look directly to the source. Most of the time, that's not where things are going wrong. That's not where you're where you're going wrong. It's normally something happening outside of that singular moment that makes you go wrong. So 
Let's talk about it. For example, let's say it's, you know, 9 o'clock at night and you're overeating. Let's say dinner, you you were hungry at dinner, but you didn't want you, you didn't want to overeat because you know that, okay, cool, like, I always overeat at night, so let me make sure I do not have that much food. I, I want to try to stop this overeating habit. Cool. You have a you, you have a dinner, but it's, it's more of a light dinner. It's more of a veggie filled dinner. You, you're trying to you're trying to fill yourself up. Now let's look at before that. Why were you so hungry at dinner time? Why were you so hungry at seven o'clock at night? Again, go through the chain of events. Let's say you didn't eat for the past five or six hours because at you know let's say at noon, let's say you ate at noon. You ate you ate dinner at six or seven. Let's say you didn't eat that entire time because you were busy, because you were working, because you had to, you know, do the kids' schoolwork, because you had to drive the kids somewhere. You were busy, so you did not eat during that time. And you think that, oh, okay, well, I don't have time to eat, or it's not that big of a deal, I'll get it later, or something happens where you don't eat. So now, you haven't eaten from, let's just say, 12 to 6, so that's six full hours of you not eating, which there's a whole different conversation of intermittent fasting, and we can talk about that later, but this is primarily towards overeating at night. So let's just say, okay, you haven't eaten for six hours. That's probably why you're starving. Cool. Let's go back a step further. Why haven't you eaten until 12? If you if you got up at 6 a.m., why did you not eat until 12 o'clock? Well, you don't like breakfast. You, you don't like you, – you work out in the morning. Let's say you work out at 9 o'clock. You, you wake up, you don't like eating breakfast, you don't like having something before you work out. So let's say you have a coffee and then you work out. Well, coffee is normally a appetite suppressant, so you're not hungry until, you know, you're not hungry. So you have your coffee, you wake up, you're not hungry. Cool, you work out, workout takes you an hour, you know, shower, cool down, do, do things with work, do things with the kids, and then it's 12 o'clock, it, it, it's 11.30, 12 o'clock, and then you're like, all right, cool, like, now I can eat. I'm going to have, let's say, a protein shake and a sandwich and maybe some fruit. Like, cool, that's what you ate at 12. The problem is you've now had one meal with one one timing of nutrients. This, If, if you woke up at 6 a.m. and you ate dinner at 7 p.m., that 13 hour window you've been awake now and you've been doing stuff you've been doing the kids you've been doing you've been doing work you've been you worked out you have things going on you're running around your body's had food one time in 13 hours so when you get to dinner of course you're going to be starving and when you get past dinner when you when you eat when you overeat at night of course you're going to overeat at night because the entire rest of the day you haven't given your body the nutrients that it needs so it's going to get it at some point of the day because you are going to be hungry and, the, and that is your body's that, that is your body's signal to say, hey, give me some freaking nutrients. So when nighttime rolls around, it's not that you are just so hungry at night and that's why you overate. It's because of what happened the rest of the day. You have to look at the chain of events. So for example, if you woke up and possibly had some protein in your coffee or, or whatever or had a protein shake on top of your coffee, cool. That's right there. You're getting your body nutrients. That's amazing. Cool. Let's just say after your workout, you had a quick you, you had a quick orange, you had a quick apple. Cool. That's some nutrients right there. And then you went to your lunchtime and you had a sandwich and you had, you know, you, you had your you had your lean meats, you had your salad, you had your 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 carbs, you had rice, whatever it was. Cool, you're having a meal then as well. And then you then say, okay, cool, I'm going to make it a priority to make sure I get some kind of snack in from you know lunchtime to dinner because I'm normally starving by the time dinner comes around. That normally is not working out for me. Cool. Let's say you have an RX bar. Let's say you have some sort of beef jerky. Let's say you have a Greek yogurt with some fruit. Like You have something. Cool. You're giving your body nutrients then as well. And then dinner rolls around. You're not as starving at dinner, so you just eat a regular dinner. 
So then after dinner rolls around, you've had nutrients in your body throughout the day. So you're not absolutely, your body's not craving them. You're not starving for them after dinner time or, or even when dinner time rolls around because you're fed. Yeah, you may be hungry at dinner, but it's not like you're, you're starving. It's just like you're ready to eat dinner. On top of that, if you don't eat throughout the day and you have trouble overeating at night, again, it's not that it's the nighttime, but what happens is when the nighttime rolls around, because you haven't eaten all day, because you've been doing work all day, because you've been dealing with your kids, because you had a stressful day at work, because you've been running around, your willpower, your energy, your, 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 your tiredness, all that stuff starts to come about because you only have but so much energy. You only have but so much willpower. And willpower goes for all things. It goes for not freaking out at your kids, not freaking out at your boss, you know, saying no to certain foods. Like willpower is a big thing. So when you get to the end of the night, if your body's not only not only are you stressed out, not only are you tired, not only are you tired from working all day, but now you're tired and hungry because you have not fed your body the entire day. So again, when when the nighttime rolls around, you're now saying shit, I'm really hungry. And you know what? I don't care what I eat because I'm just hungry. I've had a long day. I'm stressed out. Screw this willpower thing. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to go get my chips. I'm going to go get my cookies. I'm going to go get X, Y, or Z. Because the events leading up to that, the, the chain of events leading up to that led you to get to that point. Whereas if you break that chain of events, if you if you break the, the link one by one, one by one, like we said, if you have a protein shake in the morning, if you have some fruit after your workout, if you have a, a good a good lunch like you've been doing, but then you also add in a snack at 3 p.m. so you're not starving when dinner time rolls around. All these things, you're going to start to feel better. You're gonna to start to have more energy. You're gonna have, you're gonna quote unquote have more willpower because you have more energy and you feel better. So you won't get to that point and just say, screw it, or or not even screw it, but use use that food as a comfort source because you've taken care of the issue to begin with. You, you've you've gone to the source of the issue and found out, you know, what events were leading you up to that point, as opposed to just saying, screw it, this is how I'm gonna deal with it. Breaking the chain, breaking the chain. This is what, this is what this is about. Or let's say, for example, let's say you do eat throughout the day, but you don't eat high protein. So you know, let's let's say for 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 breakfast time, you have you know you have oatmeal with some fruit, no real protein though. Cool. So then you go and work out, and after you work out again, maybe you do have a protein shake then, or you have maybe let's say you have some string cheese or something. Cool. You have some protein, but nothing really, nothing really significant. Okay, cool. You go to lunchtime. Let's say you have, you know, a, a sandwich with with a little bit of turkey meat, and uh, you know, you have pretzels or some chips or, or some sort of carb source, right? So, okay, cool. You have that. Again, not not too much protein throughout the day, but either way, keep going. Um, and again, let's just say you don't. Let, let's say, let's say let's say you do have a snack. Actually, let's say you have a snack at 3 p.m. But again, it's 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 not a protein snack. It's it's either a carb or a fat. Okay, cool. You're missing protein there again as well. And you finally get to dinner and then you say, okay, cool. I'll have, you know, four ounces of some meatloaf or I'll have four ounces of salmon. Cool. But you've only had 50 grams of protein the entire day. So what is that going to do for you? You're going to be hungry. You're not going to be full. You're not going to be satisfied because protein is the main macronutrient that keeps you full throughout the day. So when you get to the nighttime, you are more, your body's more satiated, your body's more satisfied, so you're not overly hungry. Whereas opposed to, again, the chain of events, leading up to nighttime, if you've only had 40 grams of protein the entire day, 
yeah, you're probably going to be hungry. You're, you're, and, and, and then throughout the day, your blood sugar's probably been all over the place. So you've probably been tired, not tired. You've been you know, awake, not awake. You've been sleepy. Everything's been going on because you're not having quality protein sources to level out your blood sugar levels, which – again, can affect your energy, which can affect your willpower, because if you're tired and, and you're stressed and you're not feeling well and you're hungry, that's not going to lead to many good things most of the time. You're, you're normally going to end up overeating at night because of the things that are going on during the day. So again, if you would have had a protein shake at breakfast with the oatmeal and fruit, bam, that would have been you know, 30, 40 grams of protein right there. That would have been more than you probably had all day. And then going, going into the next thing, let's say after your workout, you, you make some sort of, you know, high, high protein snack, high protein thing, whether it's Greek yogurt, whether it's beef jerky, whether it's a tuna packet, whether it's cottage cheese, whatever it is, you have some sort of protein. Cool. That's two times already right there. You had protein and you had two times the entire day before that the first time. Okay, cool. Now you're going to lunch. Now you make sure you, you get, you get a good quality protein source at lunch, whether it's grilled chicken on your salad, whether it's salmon on your salad, whether it's salmon with rice, whatever it is, you have a good quality protein source. You make sure of that on the, on that third meal on, on in, in lunchtime, right? So after that, again, you, you, you have a snack still, but this time you add protein to it. Again, we've already talked about where protein sources are. You can add, you know, random protein sources in there for your, for your enlightenment. Um, but then again, beyond that, now you've eaten protein four times during the day. You're, you're less hungry. Your blood sugar levels are more stable. You're not having as many cravings. You're not, you're not craving carbs. You're not craving sugar because you had that protein source throughout the day that, that keeps you, that keeps your blood sugar more level, which leads to less cravings and less, less carb cravings in particular. So now, now you've you've went down the chain of events that have happened before dinner and nighttime and you fix that so when you get to dinner again you're not as hungry you don't have as many cravings you have more energy because you you had protein throughout the day your blood sugar levels aren't all over the place so your your energy stays more more level again which leads to being it being easier to have willpower at least it being easier to say okay cool i'm going to stick to one portion as opposed to if you didn't it's going to be a lot harder to do those things so Basically, what I'm trying to say is, I hope you noticed this by now, break the chain of events. Look at look at the chain of events from more of a bird's eye view. Don't just focus in on the simple fact that you're overeating at night. Cool. I understand that. But why? Why are you overeating at night? This is actually one of the biggest things I see with people who binge eat. They purposely, and this is kind of a different topic, but I'm going to talk about it. This is a topic that people, people skip breakfast. Uh, oftentimes because they want to save their calories for nighttime, but that is probably one of the surefire ways to start, if you struggle with this, to start one of those binge habits because you're going to be starving when that time comes around. So your willpower is going to be low. You're going to be overly hungry. You're not going to stick to moderation or portion control because you're starving, because you skip breakfast and now the entire day you're hungry because you've been trying to save calories at night. Eat breakfast. I don't care if it's just a simple protein shake or if it's just a simple piece of fruit, something. If you struggle with this, have some breakfast. Stop skipping breakfast so you think you can have more calories at night. That is normally nine times out of ten going to backfire for you if you struggle with this. So that's my two cents there. Um, I, I, again, I encourage you to look at your own situation. Look at what's going on. Look at the chain of events that are going on through the day. If you, if you are saying you don't have time to eat during the day, this is what I would actually challenge you to. I would challenge you to literally, write, for the next three days, write down every single thing at what time you do it. Like, go back and look at your day and write down what you were doing. 
write down what was productive and what actually took your time and what was not productive and took your time in a negative way. Things like social media, things like watching two hours of Netflix. Like you'll start to find you probably have some time during the day to make these things happen. Again, if you if you want to break that chain of events, I would strongly encourage you to look at that if, if that's something you've been saying. But either way, look at what's going on in your life. Look at what's going on through your day and kind of pinpoint where things may be leading you astray or, or leading you wrong to build up to that moment in time, all right? So guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast. If it helped you, let me know. I always love to hear from you. I actually had somebody tell me the other day that they, they found this podcast strictly through through Apple iTunes, which was, which was awesome to me. That, that made me very, very happy. So if you actually, and this is, if you do enjoy the episode or enjoy the podcast, I would strongly, strongly encourage you and I would ask of you very kindly because I'm a kind person um, to leave a five-star rating and review. That helps me a ton as far as getting on like the iTunes Explore page basically and, and helping new people, new people. Wow. I was good. New people find the content and that, that helps, obviously that helps me help more people. So, uh, yeah, for sure. If you can do that for me, I would appreciate that. Um, beyond that, if you have any questions, any concerns for me, um, let me know. You probably know where to find me. If not, shoot me a DM on Instagram, shoot me a, you know, DM on TikTok. Probably not the best place actually there. Uh, shoot me an email, um, coach Eric at ericrobertsfitness.com. It's probably the best place to find me. Honestly, if you have any questions for me, um, beyond that, hope this podcast helped and we'll talk soon.